Welcome back to the D3 Golf Guys podcast. Well, better late than never, but we finally got the Women's Golf Coaches Association Top 25, just in time as we get ready to start the season. We're going to go through the Top 25. I don't have quite as much information on the ladies, um, but it's really also pretty consistent with what we saw late last year and season that we really saw. I think Savannah Tournament was maybe the last major tournament that we got done. Uh, so I've got a few of those things around. We'll be able to go through a lot of that. Um, also, really interesting to, as, as you could look and compare sort of where the schools are located for the women's teams versus the men's teams. It's also interesting as you look across, you know, you'll see consistencies in good men's and good women's. And you'll see one with good women's, not so good men's, and one with good men's, and one with not so good women's. So it's very interesting to kind of go through that book. We'll go through the top 25 here today, and then uh, next week we're going to come back with a, a podcast that's going to go through a couple of results that we've had already this year, um, and there'll be a couple more over the weekend, over the weekend, early next week, and then we'll also start to preview sort of our March timeline. It looks like we're going to get golf, which is awesome. Um, so as you guys are listening to this, you know, as you guys are hopping in the van, I want you to take some pictures. I want van pictures while you're in the van, traveling to places. Hit us up on at D3GolfGuys on Twitter and put it out there and let us see sort of how you're traveling. Okay, top 25. We're going to work our way back up the thing. One real quick. The the top vote getter not in the top 25, Gustavus Adolphus College. Let me just go ahead and say right now, I've already seen what the ladies at Gustavus are doing. I'm seeing some good work, some speed work, some strength work. So everybody on full alert. I'm not sure Gustavus is going to stay outside of the top 25 for very long. So keep your eye on them. As we move into the top 25, we've got two teams tied for 25th in the ladies in the ladies poll. Trinity University, Texas. Um, we'll talk more about them in the next podcast on the men's side. But the ladies show up here in 25, again, based in San Antonio. And for those of you that are listening that are in our Texas market I hope you guys are all safe. Um, the D3 gang stay together. If anybody's struggling or anything's damaged or stuff, please reach out. I'd love to reach out to see if there's other people who are willing to help. Tied with Trinity University of Texas is also at 25 is Denison University in, in Ohio. Um, good program, good D3 program in that mid-Ohio region. Um, very good. So, you start to see the really the quality of teams that are in the top 25 for the ladies game. It's really exciting. Number 24, Grinnell College. Um, you know, now some of us know Grinnell from the many three pointers they used to shoot in basketball. But um, look out for Grinnell on the ladies uh, golf side. Like to see them coming in here. Um, number 23, Barry College, in, up in Rome, Georgia. Uh, and really looking forward to talking more about Barry and their tournament in Savannah in early March. So uh, there is a ladies' side as well as a men's side. So we'll go through that. And I think there's going to be several of the teams that are in this top 25 at that event. Um, so very exciting to, to see that. And we'll go through more of that tournament in the next podcast. Number 22, University of Texas at Dallas. Again, more Texas schools. We're thinking about you. Stay warm, stay safe, and let us know if there's anything else we can do. And rounding out that group is number 21, St. Catherine University. Um, that's a school out of Minnesota, I believe, is an all-girls school. Um, so it's not surprising that we see them here. 
Um, but they've had a good program. And by the way, what's going on in Minnesota? There's a ton of Minnesota Wisconsin schools that are really starting to show up in the top 25 regularly in the ladies game. Really love to see that. Um, the other interesting thing is, is a, as you look at the men's game and the women's game, there's a lot more northern schools that are competing in a high level in the women's game. So I'd love to see that. And, and as we've been putting out on Twitter, we've seen a lot of indoor practice and a lot of work going on out there, and that's really exciting. So keep keep sending us those pictures. All right, next set of five, Amherst College, Northeastern School, really good school. They've been here before. Last year they were in the top 20 as well. Consistent program that we've seen for the ladies game. Next two schools out of the SAA that are tied for 18th, Oglethorpe University and Center College. Um, again, two schools that we regularly see in the top 25. Um, the center, center ladies have, have really had a really good program run over here. Oglethorpe started to creep in the last couple years, uh, starting to catch up with their men's program a little bit. So that's really awesome to see. Next, uh, two teams tied for 16th. Uh, first, University of Wisconsin-Whitewater. Love to see the ladies from Whitewater in here. Um, a lot of us in the Division Three world know Whitewater from success in other sports, but look out for their lady golfers. Uh, can't wait to see them perform. Also, um, watch out. We've got a D3 guy who's in the top 100 prospects for, for the NFL football draft coming up in April. He's an offensive lineman out of Whitewater, and he dominated the Senior Bowl. So, um, for those of us that care about D3, keep your eyes open on that one. And uh, ladies, I'm sure you guys are going to show him up. All right, and rounding out that group is Bethel University in Tennessee. As we get into the top 15, number 15 is Pomona Pitzer. That's out of Claremont, California. So we've got some good mix of California schools in here as well. Uh, number 14, uh, Mary Harden Baylor. Right, we've we've seen them on the uh, on the men's side before. They're a consistent performer on the on the women's side. Um, so looking looking excited to get the to get them in there. Uh, DePaul University at number thirteen, uh, Greencastle, Indiana, just outside of Indianapolis. Uh, really nice to see them here with with that thing. And you're starting to see a lot of these Midwestern schools, which I I think is an interesting trend as we go through this process. Um, Next up is who is, is the counterparts to the number one team on the men's side currently is Illinois Wesleyan at number 12. Um, I'm going to have to get myself over to Illinois Wesleyan coach coaches there. Um, We've got to check out what you guys are doing because we've got a number one team on the men's side and a top 12 team on the ladies' side. Well, we're going to need to come out and check out the facilities and, uh, and see what you guys have going on. But Illinois Wesleyan really doing a great job. Next, uh, number 11, uh, I'm going to... Not, I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce this, but I believe it's Carlton, Carlton College, another Minnesota school. Um, and if it's not pronounced that way, somebody hit me up on uh, Twitter and, and you know I'll, I'll issue my Maya culpa. But right now I kind of feel like it's pronounced like uh, Will Smith's brother on uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which is, again, probably a dated reference that I'm not sure any of you guys are going to know. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, but again, another Minnesota school, so that's that's interesting. Okay, let's talk top ten. Top ten ladies programs as we've as the coaches have seen going into this year. Um, and again, I think it's going to be really interesting to see the changes throughout the year as we kind of go through this process because nobody's really seen anybody playing golf since this time last year, which is sort of crazy weird. 
Um, and we've, we've had some people graduate, you know, there's, there's not as many red shirts in the division three world because we all graduate and get a job because we're paying for school mostly. Um, so it, it, I think you're going to see more fluctuations in the game as we go in here, but okay. Top 10 at number 10, we've got Washington and Lee consistent program. We've seen them up and in from the men's and women's side. They've been consistent on the ladies side. I think that this is up for them. So, uh, Nice to see from last year. The last poll I had from last year, I think I saw Washington Lee was like 14. So a good uh, a good kind of continuing that program coming up. Uh, next, number nine, Claremont Mud Scripps. Our Claremont crew out in California doing great, by the way. Uh, we were following along with Tan Lee, one of our guys, D3 guy, playing in the uh, Farmer's Insurance. So that was great to see. Um, but looking at the ladies right there at number nine. Uh, number eight, the Rhodes College Lynx out of Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, Rhodes has been a consistent performer in, in the ladies' program. On the, the men's side is also really good. The ladies from the from Rhodes here in Memphis currently coming in eight. They're a player. They always are. They always have a good program. So be interesting to kind of watch them as they come in here. And I'm sure we'll talk more about them and several of the other top schools as we continue to get into the season and start to get some tournaments underneath us. Uh, number seven in the poll, but getting a vote for number for number one is NYU. Uh, so the NYU ladies, you know, they were in the top five last year at the last ranking that we saw. A good program that's been getting better and better, um, especially on the ladies' side. Really seeing some good some good development and, and a good program there. Excited to just kind of watch them play. Um, if the NYU ladies team is is listening, hit hit me up and uh, let me know where you guys are going to be. Um, next, I haven't had a chance to get to your to your schedule yet, but we're looking at that. And rounding out this group is number six, University of the Redlands, out in California. So we've gotten some more California schools here in the top 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 ten. All right, let's talk about top five. Top five programs preseason, um, and like I said, we'll see some movement. But I'm going to guess that the top five programs here are up there for a pretty good reason. Number five, with getting one vote for first, is the Williams College Eves, um, really good program out of Massachusetts. Um, the the Eves up there are doing things and playing, getting to play golf at at Taconic, which ladies, I'm gonna need an invite. I'm gonna have to come up and play, mostly just to buy the purple cow head cover because um, I'm gonna need one of those hanging out in my office because that's too cool to not see. Um, and they make really good videos up there of, of them dancing a lot. So there's something going on up there. The ladies are ready to play some golf. Um, we'll be digging into your schedule here soon and see uh, if we can get you guys south to start playing sooner rather than later. That's number five, Williams College. Uh, number four, George Fox University. And you might be saying, Mike, but where is George Fox? Aha, George Fox is out of Oregon. A really good uh, Northwest Conference program. Um, they, they've got football and everything else, and the ladies' golf program there is serious. Um, and I believe they've had some good women's basketball teams in the last couple of years as well. Uh, but the, uh, the George Fox University golfers up there, they were in the top five or six last uh, last year before the before the shutdown. So looking to see them kind of keep continuing to build on build on their, their team and their progress. So really going to keep track of that on over in the Northwest. Um, all right, now let's get in the top three. And the top three here are pretty consistent because they've been the top couple schools for the last several years. 
Number three, Washington University out of St. Louis. So WashU has been in the top two, three for the last several years. Um, now, it's going to be interesting to watch them come out and play this year because they're going to be really young. Um, they're going to have no seniors and only one junior. Um, so the WashU ladies are, are – are, we, we know their program is rock solid, um, but it's going to be interesting to see them kind of come back with with some more youth. But, you know, as a lot of us in the Division Three world knows, youth is not necessarily a bad thing in Division Three. Um, a lot of times, you know, there's – the, the Competition for the best freshman is usually pretty good and usually relates to the teams that are at the top of the top of the rankings. So we'll be watching that closely. Number two on the list, Methodist University. Uh, once again, you know they get the pick of the litter from all of those golfers that come to that that PGM program, uh, but they return a nice set of golfers. Uh, you know, they finished second at the Savannah Invitational last year. They, they returned three of the five players that were there, uh, plus an individual. So they've got four returning players that went to tournaments last year, um, which is going to be good. And then they've added three freshmen. And typically, Methodist is recruiting some of the top players in the country. So um, it would be really interesting to see them. They, they're always up there. That, I mean, I don't know that I've ever seen them outside of the top five. Um, it's happened, but rare. <laughs> Um, but again, really, really impressive to kind of see the consistency there and they're bringing people back and a lot of people they're bringing back are still sophomores and juniors. So look out for Methodists. If they get on a run this year, they could, they could make it last for a couple, but in order to get on that run, they're going to have to knock off number one, Carnegie Mellon university out of Pittsburgh. Um, you know, Carnegie Mellon had had a really good year, both in ladies and men's, coming into last year. And I know there, I, I know the the gang up in Pittsburgh is chomping at the bit to get out on the golf course and play this year because I think they all were looking around at each other, knowing what kind of a special year they were having for both of the both their men's team and the ladies team. This lady team's this this ladies team is stacked. They returned their top four from the team that won Savannah last year, and they brought in multiple freshmen. Uh, they're really looking like they're going to be the team to to have the target on their back, um, you know, and I, and I know that they're they're looking to get out and, and get to some of those tournaments, um, trying to see, you know, where some of those schools have made those decisions. I know um, we're still waiting on a couple of those larger research institution schools, the places like Carnegie Mellon, Emory, and those kinds of places to to finish and, and lock up some of their tournaments and, and where they're playing. Um, but I know my Carnegie Mellon team, my, my Carnegie Mellon guys are listening. So the ladies look really strong. They're at number one in the preseason poll. I'm really excited to kind of be paying attention here and, and watching some of this stuff. Um, I know that uh, we'll be going through the schedule to really look where we can find matchups of these teams in the top 25. I know for a fact in the history that Savannah Invitational was usually one of those places. And then a couple weeks later was a Jekyll. Um, hosted by Oglethorpe. Um, I don't know who all is going to be able to go where and what with all the restrictions from a travel perspective and where the schools stand. Uh, but we're going to do our best to try to bring that to you. We're going to try to hit everybody up. Um, and again, this is just our opportunities of the ladies teams out there. I, I know we, we're called D3 Golf Guys, but that's really just a reference to us being guys, uh, me specifically. Uh, but we are here for Division Three Golf, both 
women and men. So ladies, hit us up. We want to celebrate you. We want to talk about the great golf that, that you guys put out there um, and see. And, you know, I think that's the other big thing that as I'm continuing engagement online, um, you know, the Division Three golf community is pretty special. And, you know, I, I've really enjoyed getting some more and more interactions. Um, you know, our, our Twitter followers are com- getting up there. Um, so, you know, spread the word. Uh, let's let's create a community that is positive and celebrates the game that we all care so much about. Um, you know, and, and take a look on our feed. And we're going to try to include as many as we can. We want to try to celebrate and, and call attention to the programs, the teams, the coaches, the schools. Because uh, we believe wholeheartedly in the the mission and theory and Division Three golf we think it's a pretty special place. So, and we know you do too. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. You know, the other thing too, I'm really looking forward to trying to get out to some tournaments here. Um, so keep an eye out. Uh, we're going to try to continue to work up on some content. Uh, we're working up on some merch. I'm trying to get some, uh, some, some stickers and decals up for your laptops while you're out in the Division Three world. Um, we're going to try to get to some tournaments and get some live video and maybe get to some interviews. Um, we're going to start doing some more preview work of the bigger tournaments. We'll do some recaps as well. Um, so stay tuned. Um, but again, coaches and players, you know, hit us up on Twitter. We want to grow the conversation. We want more people involved. The more you guys can uh, engage, the, the more fun it'll be. And uh, this is like our own little niche. We, there's a lot of things out there about that are positive. But this is just our little world about Division Three and and what we love about it. So that is the top twenty-five for the Women's Golf Coaches Association poll. Um, really excited about this year. You know, it, with the cases of COVID going down, I, I, it feels like we're going to get you know most of this this spring semester in from a golf perspective. Uh, but you know, the other thing is is hit us up online. Uh, you can either email us at at d3golfguys at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter and let us know how school's going. Um, one of the things we haven't talked about yet is uh, the challenges that many of you have had about from a student perspective. Um, hit us up and let us know what it's like. Um, you know, I'm a, since I'm an old guy now, as, as most of my references have shown, you know, I have kids and they're doing, you know, remote school in, in a, you know, elementary and middle school framework. But how's college going? What are the, some of the challenges um, you know, I think as we get into the season, it's going to make things even easier, honestly, because, you know, so many people have been online and doing things remotely that it may allow us to, to have a little more flexibility as we go down this path. But uh, curious of what you guys' thoughts are. Uh, but so, again, hit us up on Twitter, at D3GolfGuys. Uh, shoot us an email. And, uh, you know, the big challenge is we want to see those pictures of everybody in the van. Send us pictures of people in the van getting ready to go to tournaments, going to practice, um, you know, celebrate us a little bit so we can celebrate you. Uh, With that, this is D3 Golf Guys signing off. Cheers.